welcome back to Roadmap, Auto Trader UK's product and tech roadmap. Roadmap? Podcast. Having an absolute shocker. Too much mulled wine, it's our Christmas special. Now, because it is our Christmas special, we've reached out into wider Auto Trader because actually, most people have been up in north today for the Christmas party. So it's a bit of a mega shindig tonight. So I've got two absolute blinding guests from Covent Garden. I've got Lucy Yasimo, social media manager. Hey, Lucy. Hi. And I've got Jameson Williams, our senior creative from Consumer Marketing. Thank you. Hi. So, right, today, this is where it's going to be like me asking really, really, uh, you probably think dumb questions because you two both work in social media. So it's all going around social media. Before we crack on, because it is the festive period, so have you got any, like, back in your uh, families, wherever you live, any particular festive um, things that you do every year? So like mine is Muppets Christmas Carol, but now my kids are like, I'm getting old now. But even my 15-year-old's like, can we get the Muppets Christmas Carol on? It's the 1st of December, I'm like, really? You still want to do that? That's like a pre-Christmas ritual. Yeah. 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 So is there anything from yourselves that... Makes you feel particularly Christmassy back home. Are we counting the family argument, or is that... oh yeah, family argument, <laughs> classic. Yeah. Uh, what, was that, uh, what was that film? I can't remember. Oh, it's on Netflix. Is it the, uh, the one about the chef? You seen that one? I can press to it. No, no. It's like a, it's a, it's the bear. You seen the bear? I've not seen, seen it. it. I, see I think someone. Their it's Christmas like a Hallmark episode. Christmas. Their Christmas episode is insane. Is it? It's like the most insane family argument. So, oh wait, no, no, no! I did see it. Yeah, um, so it's sorry, it's the it's the series, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that was a hectic episode, yeah. wasn't it? So is that what the, when it comes to family uh, arguments, is that cap thing? Yeah, for? probably. <laughs> Not as many people involved, but me and my mum are like we'll always find an opportunity. <laughs> Usually, once the games start and we both get competitive, the games. Oh, that's right. a tradition. Yeah, the games, hundred yeah. percent. The argument in the games is, is one tradition. It goes one hand in hand. Yeah, yeah for sure. Any one particular ones for you, Lisa? Um, we always watch Love Actually, like whilst we're doing the tree. Obviously, the tree's already up. Um, but that's one thing. Um, obviously, Elf. Yeah. Probably one of the best movies oh, of all time, I have to say. Not just Christmas movie. Yeah. Um, and yeah, lots of family time. Come from a big Greek family, so nice. yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> so yeah, we'll get a bit festive as we go on. Nice. So <laughs> this thing called social media, like. I've got three lads, 15, 13, 11, and they know way more than me. Like, I'm not on Facebook. I think I do Insta, like, once a year, I might post a photo. So what on earth is, well, what is social media? And then we'll move on to what is social media at Heart Traders. I don't know who wants to kick off and educate the uneducated. Well, well, firstly, we're very used to being asked dumb questions, so you're not the person. You are the best uh, guest. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We'll, we'll dumb it right down. But that actually kind of speaks to what social media is about, I think, which mm. is fun at the end of the day so it's a place where um for brands they can be a bit less serious sometimes they can talk to their audience in a different less formal way to when they're talking about uh products on site um so yeah it's, it's a lot of fun really just like you would go on social media yourself yeah yeah and then also like in terms of what it means for auto trader i think it's probably worth noting that we've got three different like sets of channels i would say so we've got the auto trader uk channels which is what we work on um so they're the consumer facing channels so like anyone um if they search for our brand that's probably what they're going to follow yeah, yeah. then we've got the auto trader insight channels which are um content directed our consumer our customers sorry our retailers so that's there to help them you know do well in their businesses and then we've got the auto trader live channels as well which are for um employees future employees recruitment that kind of thing so 
we work on the consumer facing side um but yeah those channels are up and running and do really really well as yeah. well yeah i probably got i've added a little bit exposure to ATY. yeah um and i think i do subscribe to like auto trader on insta nice see loads of like cool cars coming through <laughs> um but like but how did you so this is again it's I just want to be like, what do you want to be? Like, you know, yeah. you say, oh, pro footballer or pro mountain biker. He's like, yeah, just want to do YouTube. No, like, and you just want to, I just want to do YouTube. I think that is the most um, that has become, I think I've seen a like survey where that's top for yeah. basically all of Gen Z is they all want to be a YouTuber and yeah. it shows they're the people that they look up to now. Yeah, it's insane. Isn't it? but, but like, so how did you get in social media? Was it like you were really in social media or is it more... I was into marketing and social media as a channel. How did you arrive as our social media experts for today? <laughs> yeah, I'm happy to go first. So I very much fell into it. So I studied German at university. Um, and That's then... Good, yeah, yeah. That's, good for our, <laughs> That's good for our German channels. Yeah, yeah really good for our German channels. Um, we don't yeah. really have German channels. No. I was going to say, <laughs> I, said, I think we've had lots of people say the background was the first time it's been like, Rid random. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I studied German at university and one of the modules in uh, that I was doing was German for business and there was marketing within that basically. And I found that really interesting. Um, and so I had a feeling that I may want to go into marketing after university. Um, and so I looked for internships just to kind of like try it out. Yeah. Um, and then literally fell into auto trader about a month after I finished uni. Like I hadn't even graduated yet. Um, was here for a three-month summer internship and then never left. So I've been here for four and a half years now. Wow. So I've just, like, started off as an intern, kept growing, basically. Yeah. So very much fell into it. Like, it was one of those things I had a gut feeling that it was something I was interested in. Yeah. Um, and I also I wanted to get experience across, like, the whole of marketing, um, which I was able to do during that internship. And then, um, fortunately, I could stay in the social team, which I was really, really pleased about. And, yeah. That's kind of how so were you in the social team from from when you right so you yeah. social something. yeah literally um so yeah it was a bit of a coincidence to be honest with you like it's not something i set out to do when i was yeah. younger kind of thing um but i yeah as long as i enjoy it i'm like yeah i'm down sounds good <laughs> yeah about yourself james how did you so my my background's tends to be a bit more video focused so prior to joining auto trader i was doing freelance work as a videographer right so um, this is where you're you're in tom's yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. Um, so I was um, doing freelance work for the previous couple of years yeah. um, as a videographer. And then before that, I was working for a digital agency come app developer, but in charge of all of the video aspects for them. So my background's always been video. I um, actually got in touch with uh, Laura McNally, who's yeah. um, one of the consumer marketing directors yeah. now, yeah. Um, about an opportunity to create content for auto trader as a freelancer yeah um, i think she put it up on linkedin and we have a mutual friend who uh showed me the post uh, so i got in contact with her and presented her a plan for what i wanted to do for content for auto trader uh, and she joined as head of social media at the time and um, it was a completely new team so i think a lot of big companies you'll find this in but they didn't actually have a dedicated social media team for quite a while yeah. and it was something that was kind of done by um, all people in consumer marketing kind of as and when they felt like they wanted to post something yeah. um, so obviously not very joined up there wasn't like a clear strategy um, but that's something in the last kind of 
five years where most brands have gone, okay, well, we actually need a real team in place. Yeah. So you think about this every day. Yeah. Um, so yeah, originally was uh, on a retainer for Auto Trader, just creating content for the channels. Um, it was an increasing amount of work uh, where there clearly had a need for it in-house. And um, I kind of dropped a few subtle hints that I <laughs> might be interested in a permanent role. <laughs> Maybe less than subtle. So how long have you been? Uh, five years I've been with Auto okay. I'm coming up to my five-year anniversary on the 7th of January. So yeah. Um, so yeah, in a week and a half. Because this is the Christmas episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny though, because I've seen you both in the, when I've been either King's Cross or Com Yeah. I've yeah. seen you both in the office, but obviously our world's just. Yeah. yeah don't no overlap. Right. <laughs> the, the problem is you know, when you start to dig in. Yeah. Like, that, um, I work with Tom and you work with Tom. Yeah. Your production perspective. So it's that where you've got mutual connections. It's, yeah. yeah. It's a funny little world. Yeah. And I, I think that's something we're very aware of in consumer marketing that actually being so consumer facing and also with a significant proportion of us being down in london yeah um we need to work a bit harder to often uh, interact as much with the rest of the company and make sure we have constant touch points so doing something like this yeah, yeah cause i mean a lot of people that great. watch it are like internal so it is good because then you start to go oh Right, that's what yeah, 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 exactly. We just see them once a year before the day before the Christmas <laughs> yeah. party, and then and then well, very drunk a little bit later. Uh, like, recently, and I think you were sat. I was talking to Vic Armidans, and yeah. you're like, "There, do your stuff," and I'm like, "What do you do?" Yeah, <laughs> you want to go like, "What do you do?" We just move our mouse around like once every fifteen minutes to stop the computer going to sleep. Oh, that's, and then... that's hilarious. <laughs> but actually, yeah, it's fact. a joke that you can get plug in plug in to do that now. Thank so. you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, James, stop spilling all your secrets. It's a joke. But like going back to then, it's social media. So like, like what? So as it like creating content, like what what channels do we use? Because again, like I know we've got, we've got Instagram. Yeah. Like I don't go on Facebook because just yeah, I don't want to see some of the kids who used to go to school with it. It's not that they're nice people or anything. It's just like you know what I mean. Like that is a long time ago. So <laughs> what channels? What social media channels do we actually? use and probably also what's your favorite is you oh, if you can say that that is such a good one it's um, like choosing between your children yeah literally they said you hate three of them so. <laughs> <laughs> so my kids always go i'm not your favorite i'm your favorite i'm not your favorite like, listen we can't have this conversation <laughs> um so we have a youtube channel who yeah. we don't we're not responsible for that channel but there is like a dedicated team for youtube yeah. Um, we work really closely with them though and make sure that we're as aligned as possible on things. So we do have YouTube, but that doesn't sit with our team. Um, we've then got Facebook, Instagram, X or Twitter, formerly Twitter, um, TikTok, who I would say is my baby. Um, and then anything else that pops up is what we try to jump on. So it's quite hard, like, you know, this episode might go live and there might be a new social media platform. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, we have yeah. to jump on it. So. Yeah. Um, Threads is one of them, which is Instagram's yeah. answer to Twitter. Yeah, people keep saying you've got an invite on that. I'm yeah, I'm just like, leave me alone. <laughs> they're, they're pushing it so hard, and yeah. it's just yeah. not working. Yeah, so you scroll down, and it's like there, and I'm like, scroll again, scroll again. Yeah, exactly. Um, but that's all from like an organic social media perspective. So we take care of the organic social content, so things that are not paid for ads. Yeah. Um, but then from a paid perspective, um, Debbie, who sits in our paid social team, will um, operate on other channels like Snapchat, for example, as and when uh, needed. But usually we stick to those main four platforms. Um, so yeah, probably that's a distinction that's really worth exploring actually, because for me, even though I, I was doing freelance videographer work before joining, I wasn't necessarily fully versed in social media yeah. itself. Um, and one of the 
one of the big things to learn is that um, there's that difference between what we call organic and what we call paid. So yeah, as Lucy said, paid operates much more like um, a traditional ad. It just happens mm -hmm. to be on Facebook and it has amazing targeting options. You can yeah. choose exactly who you're aiming for. Whereas what we deal with is organic and that's stuff that really needs to kind of stand on its own two feet and be engaged with because it's worth engaging with. Yeah, yeah. So it's a completely different set of challenges. Yeah. And it's like a secret like ingredients you've got. Oh, I wish. <laughs> we tried to nail it down so yeah, many times. Yeah, we tried. Um, I think, I was going to say, I think because like algorithms and things like that change so frequently, it's really hard. Like I think sometimes we feel like we've cracked it and we're like, yeah. this is exactly what you need to do on TikTok yeah. or this is exactly what you need to do on Facebook. And then in like two months later, like it will look completely different and we need to switch it up really quickly. Yeah. It's like a big game of whack-a-mole or something. Yeah. yeah, it pretty much is. But it's all like, it's all done, like every decision we make is like driven by data and like what we know does well and things like that. It's not like we're just guessing, but I think the problem is it's like sometimes we do the things that we know do well and then suddenly they just stop doing well yeah. and then we have to just start again basically yeah. yeah so as much as we can look at um data and review what posts have done well when we have this big kind of black box that's the tiktok algorithm that we have no way of seeing into just hunches about what it does yeah. um there's kind of only so much you can do to in terms of making sure we get it right every time yeah. In a lot of ways, that means that when you do get it right, it feels even more rewarding because you feel like you cracked it, which yeah. is amazing. So, like, it's an amazing feeling creating something and it going viral yeah. and getting over a million views is like it's fantastic. Yeah. Hey, where do we top out? You know, when you say like a million, million views, is have you got like this is this is good, this is brilliant? That's like, oh my god, that was yeah. Amazing. I would say it's probably on most channels anything where we're getting above a hundred thousand views mm. on it is kind of yeah wow. we're like good yeah, we're like happy good. with that yeah that's the kind of thing we'd be hoping to get something with over a hundred thousand views every week i would say mm. probably, maybe not every piece of content but we'd hope that at least one a week is going to be getting yeah. over 100 gra uh, 100K. 100 k 100 grand <laughs> um and then really the next step is breaking a million yeah. Um, and then anything that breaks a million we'd probably consider as being pretty viral yeah. and that's the kind of thing where it would happen not as much as we'd like yeah. but you know we'd hope for one of those every month or two yeah. uh, if possible is that where like what is that way well it's party time in the office oh my god yeah like yeah exactly have, that'd, yeah. that'd be us talking about it and probably uh sharing it Me, like, widely on slack texting the team on the weekend like it's gone up it's gone up yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so and, how big how big is the team then because you referred to the team a few times. Yeah. So, like, you know, if I was going to go, right, let's get everyone from the like, yeah. social side yeah. of consumer marketing, mm -hmm. would it be you two or is it like you two plus others? There's others as well. Um, so we've also got um, Amber who, like, she's our, like, data expert. So she really looks into our, like, audience um, and, yeah, just looking at what posts do well, what posts we need to change up. Um, and she does, like, our reporting. Yeah. Um, and then we've also got Hannah who like monitors, I would say, like the day-to-day -day posting of things. So like as a team, we'll come together and like brainstorm different ideas and we'll work on new concepts together. Um, and then um, various people might design them. So it might be Hannah, it might be Amber, it might be James, it might be someone else in the team, it, like in the consumer marketing team. And then Hannah will like go in and like do the copywriting, schedule it. Um, so we're trying to kind of democratise stuff as much as possible. Yeah. and. Mm -hmm. and everyone's tasked with as a group coming up with ideas you know yeah. like we're all people who spend a lot of time on social media and yeah. we all know what works we review the content together yeah 
Um, so yeah, we really like to share the kind of creative uh, burden, I guess. Um, but then we also have uh, a few freelancers we work with as well who help us to uh, create content. Um, there's two in particular who come in who are very well versed in TikTok in particular, which is great because um, I probably don't spend quite as much time on TikTok yeah. as uh, some other people would. Um, so yeah, they're, they're fantastic as well and they bring fresh ideas in that maybe we haven't thought about and yeah. fresh ways of doing things. So how do you become well-versed in TikTok? Is that something I just use um, low? Yeah, you just scroll for That's an embarrassing amount of hours. I don't, this is a like, don't try this at home moment because <laughs> you just get stuck on it forever. I'm going to say. That's interesting. literally what happens. Yeah, yeah. But working with anything on TikTok, it's like you'll, uh, I'll go on TikTok to find something that I need to send to someone. Yeah. Mm. Within 10 seconds, I will have forgotten what I was going yeah, there for 100%. and I'll end up scrolling it for 10 minutes and going, oh, why was I here? And actually, when you're here for work purposes as well, it's, yeah. Like, yeah. it's the most, they've, they've made well, I got sucked into, I was trying to contact someone on Instagram last night. Yeah. Biking thing. And so I, I saw him and I scrolled down and then like this tortoise came up that was on this little <laughs> <web> four wheel, <laughs> like a like, a thing that you could go really fast and catch chase a cat. Notes, so notes then, down. Yeah, you so you, it. So yeah, you look at that, and then next thing you scroll, there's another animal one. The next minute, watching all these like weird sort of like a bird with a dog in a house, and it's like an hour's gone. Yeah. And my wife's going, what, what the hell are you doing? But that's like, that's the content that we're like competing against. Yeah. You know? yeah. That's why we need to try exactly. so hard to be so engaging because like, I think that's what's really difficult is because we have some really like incredible products that we create um our, like obviously our devs work on and our product teams and things like that um and obviously all we want to do is shout about them and get as many people as possible on it on them um but no one's no one's going to go on it from social media if you're like hello go and value your car like it's not fun do you know what i mean so what we have to do is really take something that is on the surface quite practical um and useful and helpful yeah. and try and make a game out of it or make it fun and um yeah, I think it's just really difficult because I think there is just so much fun on the internet. Um, and I think we need to give people a reason to follow us over, you know, the tortoise. Yeah, it's a constant yeah. creative challenge, but that's also part of the, the fun. Yeah, no, yeah. Sounds like yeah no for sure. But yeah, it sounds like really hard, but like, like you say, but could, can be when it's right, really fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. so fun. Yeah. So is there any particular, like, thinking... I work in Bradenton Tech, mm. but like, is there a particular products or areas of auto trader that like, you know, like they're like, it's not like a, an open goal, but like they're really easy to work with mm. because, well, it, well, it might be EVs or so, something where you go, actually, that's a topic that people are talking about and it's really relevant versus like maybe areas that are much more tough. Into well, marketplace is great in, in general because obviously that's where the cars are yeah, and, they're, yeah. and they're obviously just a naturally engaging subject matter that... Yeah there's millions of people who are fans of so that's kind of our easiest areas we have games around kind of what car would you pick for a certain budget yeah. and stuff like that, and it's, actually played that game. yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they're probably one of our highest engaged 100 percent. yeah think, people love them yeah across pretty much all channels so um that's kind of a really easy one for us yeah. what gets a bit more difficult is when we get start drilling down into more specific products so one we've done a lot of focus on in the past uh six months to a year is uh valuations obviously so yeah um that's kind of been more of a challenge but we've started looking at things like we're currently in the process of designing a augmented reality filter for our um, valuations wow. game wow yes yeah. so um so i don't think we're getting we get into stuff like this 
<laughs> so so that's going to be really fun. We have a, a game format called Keep or Sell. And what we do is we show a car and yeah. we show its auto trade evaluation. And obviously people engaging with the content have the option to do, would they keep the car or would they sell it for the auto trade evaluation? Yeah. So what we've done there is found a more fun, engaging mechanism for getting someone to engage with the concept of what we do with valuations. So the filter is going to be a game version of that where you can record yourself tilting your head to say if you want to keep the car or keep the monetary valuation. Yeah, yeah. And do you change, like, like say you've got some part, do you say the way we're going to implement it on TikTok uh, is actually different to their audience than mm. what we're going to do on Facebook or other ones? Or is it like, actually, it doesn't matter the medium we're going out on, this is the this is the brief we're going to go with? I think that we one thing we've really learned is that all channels are very different and actually yeah. the, the people who are there to engage in things like very different things. So f on Facebook, for instance... Um, People love engaging with um, older cars, more nostalgic elements, uh, whereas on TikTok, people don't really engage with that stuff anywhere near as much. So we have constant decisions about what content we want to put on other channels. Yeah. <coughs> and um, something like uh, an augmented reality filter is something you see engaged with again and again on, on TikTok. So it's very right. aimed for that audience. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, all of our content is bespoke for each channel. So that does that's not to say that we won't overlap it sometimes but if we have overlapped it, it's because we know that it works both audience yeah both well, audience well sometimes like, yeah. there's just a way of you'd put a different title on a video if it's yeah. for facebook because um that title frames the piece of content so we might we might change the title be like who remembers who remembers these so we had something called uh, some content around uh, something called a moak ev i don't know if you know what it was but apparently they used to have them at butlins or something like this <laughs> I didn't know this, but so on Facebook, we can frame that as who remembers these. Yeah, yeah. Whereas we can't really frame it like that on TikTok, yeah. for instance, people wouldn't engage with that. Mm. So they're the kind of decisions we would make to try and make something. Yeah, I'm going to Google one later. Yeah, yeah. 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 You can, uh, you can check out our TikTok. You'll see yeah, the content there. Exactly. <laughs> on TikTok. This is the bit where. <laughs> me, I'm, this is the thing that I need to use my kids' account. I like, go, oh, can you go and look for this for me? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. So like this is the the other thing. So like in the team, you, you talked about data. So is that mm. looking at like the platform's data, or is it looking like how do we how do you assess performance and stuff like this? Because this is again, it's really like, yeah, difficult. Yeah, probably one of the challenges. You go. No, I was gonna say yeah, it is one of the biggest challenges, and I think there's so many. Oops, sorry, there's so many different metrics to look at. So it's like, what is the measure of success here? Because you've got things like impressions, like the amount of people seeing the content. You've got engagements at the amount of people liking, sharing, commenting on it, views, video views, that kind of thing. Um, and basically as a team, every six months, we like sort of gather together and like evaluate what is our purpose, like why are we here kind of thing. And pretty much ever since I've been here, we've stuck to like our purpose is to keep consumers engaged between car buying cycles. So the idea is that like they're not gonna see something that we post on Facebook and then go and buy that car, for example, necessarily. But the point is that like, we want to create engaging enough content so that when people are in market to buy or sell or lease or whatever we're doing, whenever that time comes, they think of us first because they already like have yeah. that relationship with us, right? Um, so because of that, our like core KPI that we track every single month, we track all of them, but like the one that we feel like is the measure of success is engagement. So people liking, commenting, sharing, basically. Um, so we look primarily at engagement um, across the board and then obviously as well platform to platform and then post to post um, and then 
that's where Amber and the team does a really good job of like getting that really granular data. Um, And we use um, a piece of software called Amplify um, that brings that all together where we can build dashboards and look at like the full um, board. But then also as well, we look at the platforms in particular and the tricky thing is each platform will give you a different amount of data yeah so tiktok is amazing you can see a lot you about you definitely tiktok is amazing <laughs> but you can see so much information about our audience basically like really really granular detail um and then you get to x and you see basically nothing yeah. about your audience and then Facebook and Instagram is pretty much the same. It's meta. It's all very similar. But um, we kind of have like a, a different approach, I guess, like platform to platform because of that reason. Yeah. Because um, sometimes we've got a bit more guesswork involved than other times, basically. And have you ever had it? I'm going to ask you, Ally, when it's at like examples where it's smashed it. Mm. But actually, it's the ones where it just hasn't worked. And it's like, it's been really deep. Mine. We get a lot with in products and tech stuff yeah. where we, we've gone so far with particular products yeah, well, oh, this is really a pivot massively. Mm-hmm. Have you had any particular ones? I can tell you about a really disappointing one. Actually. Yeah, it was just. I like to hear before we go the really good ones. I wouldn't know if it's the really same one. one. I bet it's the same one. So um, often you'll put an awful lot of effort into something, yeah. and then I'm, it I'm won't. Just... Yeah, and and then it won't it won't perform as well as you think. That's kind of one thing. But this uh, example was. Extreme. A lot more annoying than that. So we uh, arranged to go down to see this uh, converted van, like a kind of van light yeah. kind of thing. Really cool. Like everyone loves them. They do really well on social. They're really engaging. Um, arranged to go down to their place uh, near Bristol in the countryside to, to film with it and them for the day. Um, spent the day filming with them. Uh, gave them loads of like tips and advice about social media chats and about it gone really well with them thought we made some really cool stuff they had a bit of trouble kind of doing the voiceover for us they kind of couldn't do it on the camera which was which was challenging but i thought we got some really good content you know came back spent spent a day editing it uh and then uh someone said hey, have you have you seen this just uh, really quickly you said oh um let me know when it's scheduled to go up because I want to give them a heads up so that they know. Oh, yeah. Is that what so we, sa- we said it was going to go up. This was the Friday. We said it was going to go up on the Monday. And you told them because you had yeah. the contact with them. Yeah. And then on the Saturday, what happened? They posted their own video that they'd done with their iPhone, kind of as I'd been helping them with, you know. And it went massively viral. Of exactly the same van of them doing the voiceover behind it that they'd not been able to provide for me and doing it perfectly. How many and millions it, of views? It was on hundreds of millions, yeah. wasn't it? It was like hundreds of millions. Oh, and then our one that we posted on Monday just fell completely flat. Completely <laughs> Even though it was the same vehicle. Yeah. And it was heartbreaking because it, it was, was our idea. Like, yeah. It was our idea and I'd been kind of encouraging, like just... You know, yeah. being friendly. And you were telling them I was encouraging them. I was like, you should get a TikTok. You know, you should get a TikTok account. <laughs> and that was, was like, their, like, why did I say that? I think that was their, like, video. second video. I think it was the first yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, oh it was like, God. they didn't have an established platform, basically. Yeah. Like, yeah. established audience. They so got all the consultants there. I know. It was absolutely fuming. <laughs> that so was heartbreaking. Keeping my cards close to my chest from now on. <laughs> never, never helping anyone. <laughs> oh, Lord. That must have been like. Feeling sick. Yeah, that was uh, that was a real kicker. That was a couple of years ago now. I've just about got over it, but it just brought all those feelings. <laughs> right back there was an emergency WhatsApp group on that Saturday. Like, was what are we going to do yeah. about this? James, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> oh, you laugh. Have you ever been in touch with them since? Actually, haven't been to me. I compared to. Okay, yeah. So, what about when it's been like the the highest moment? Oh. You know, where it's like I think back in the day when they used to do like particular sales, used to like ring the bell. Yeah, like, back in. I'm not going to say the seventies. Probably back in the early nineties. Like yeah. where it's like yes, absolutely <laughs> smashed it. There's a very clear one here. Yeah. So um, we had a video on TikTok that, when was this? About Jan 21? Near two years ago. Yeah, two years ago now. Um, and I think this is when we were on our TikTok Prime, I'd say. No, we're still in our Prime, but I just mean like it was when it was like really taking off, like yeah. the early days of TikTok, I would say. And um, we posted a video of a... BMW iX camera cleaner. So like there's like the front camera. Was it a front camera? It was actually not, it was the back camera. Oh, okay. It's got both it's got a front and rear. Oh okay. Camera. And it had this like camera cleaner that like came out and like just like squirted water on it and was like completely useless basically. Um it was really over engineered. Yeah. Um and uh James shot some brilliant content with that camera. Um and it was edited to some great music. Um and that video got twenty five million views. Um, wow. And it was like such a moment and we were so excited. And the, it. the engagement was absolutely crazy, wasn't it? Was it like over, a million, over a million likes? I think 1.5 like million likes. What? Yeah. It, to this day, all our, the rest of our data is useless because we can ends up being compared to that year yeah, that we yeah. had that. Yeah. So and it's just so there. crazy. Yeah. Like, it's just ridiculous. And is it one way it just like, like went exponential or was it like slow growth? No, it was quite quick, I would say. Yeah, it's still like it still grows to this day actually it still gets a lot of views yeah um but i would say there was quite a large spike at the beginning yeah we've reposted it a couple of times i think one of the times we reposted it got five hundred thousand views. Yeah. so we might we might repost it again tomorrow who knows will, yeah. we're trying to work out the secrets to get like we've got i'm fine kidding god the numbers are so so <laughs> low but we're trying to get our subscriber rate up yeah and it's like you know we get like a few likes we're like yay yeah brilliant. that was it. that is <laughs> Those numbers are mind-boggling. Yeah, yeah, but that that's just completely something just hitting the algorithm perfect. And we've we've spent so much time trying to analyse it. We actually did a um, conference talk year before last right. um, yeah. about how to get 25 million views on yeah, TikTok. Yeah. Obviously, we didn't know the answer, yeah. um, but we kind of discussed with the audience our full process, and they helped us edit a new one based on those principles yeah, which we so posted fun. and it, it didn't get 25 million views it yeah. got like 70,000 yeah, that's um, yeah. but it was a really it was actually a really good example of the way we work as well because we yeah. had all of the um, slack messages of us feeding back on like yeah. first versions uh, details of all the things we changed to make the start more begin engaging. quicker and yeah. make the start more engaging and stuff like that and it all added up to it being really successful so that, that kind of is, I guess, the recipe still in a lot of ways. Yeah, we, um, we definitely use that kind of framework, but yeah. I guess it doesn't necessarily always get us 25 million people. Yeah. Things have to be quite bespoke on TikTok, I think, yeah. to do well. 100%. Yeah, so I'm, I'm feeling like I might need to get a TikTok account. I think you're not I'm not to. sure. Like, have you got time? And it, Christmas is probably the perfect time to. Oh, the when you're in the middle of like the cheese and crackers, I mean, just kids all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, you should get it, I'm like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, that's been absolutely mega. Um, just one out of time, which is a bit of a thing. Oh, really? Oh, it's gone by so quickly. So, like, the last lad seen is Christmas. So, is there any particular prezzies you're looking for on Christmas morning to when Father Christmas comes down the chimney and drops them off? Not really, to be honest. I'm so boring. 
Nothing in particular. Oh, I, I love a good pair of socks. See, I've, yeah. I've got a couple um, of socks. And also, like, the gold coins and a Terry's chocolate orange, like, classics. Yeah, that's chocolate, what I want. Chocolate's always a winner. Something, something consumable. I think I'd put a bottle of scotch on my Christmas <laughs> list. Right, see, James. We'll see what, nice. we'll what happens. You're so grown up. Some nice cycling gear as well. As yeah, yeah. So I'm into, like, I'm hoping uh, my son has just got, like, a job, like, working at weekends in a local pub doing, like, you know, like washing dishes. Mm. So he said, uh, I'm going to get you something. I'm like, no, no, don't waste money. Aww. But then that's yeah. my email address for stuff. So oh. I got a ping this morning saying, I've got a package from Stiff Cycles will be delivered on Friday. Oh. So I'm like thinking, well, what's he got? It's all on watch, but I'm hoping he's either a pair of gloves or a pair of socks. Oh, that's so Aww. sweet. And I feel a bit like, feel a bit bad for that. You know, he gets like five quid an hour and then the other man, he's... You know what he's doing? He's hoping you're going to kind of double his... Play well, price. yeah. <laughs> I, think it, oh, I think I said I'd take him to buy Park Wales over Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, should we get it in? Yeah. No, that is absolutely mega. Oh, cheers for coming. I know you're both up, but like, it's been brilliant speaking to both you, mm. Lucy. Pleasure. I expect I'll say proper eye next time we're here in yeah. the London office. So, for those out there, they, listen, we want to get up to millions and millions and millions of subscribers. <laughs> so, to remember to like and subscribe, hit the notification button so you don't miss episodes. Share, share. Oh, yeah. and share. And share. share. That's, That's the biggest one. one. Yeah. And. Yeah, also, we're all Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So, Merry Christmas and a ho, ho, ho. Thanks, Vlad. See you later. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Bye-bye. See Christmas. you.